0: Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, You can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family. We want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast. We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. On something that's um, that that I believe that God is saying in this time, because a lot of people are preparing themselves for 2023. You still have to finish out 2022, and you still gotta finish this thing strong. You gotta and listen, because this what you do now is going to set the course for your 2023. So you want to focus. Have intent, direct focus on God and what you want God to do. But most importantly, what you're going to give God. Because listen, you can't, you can't do nothing for God to bless you. He's already blessed you. He's already done everything he's going to do in our lives. But we still have a responsibility and a role that we play in our lives. And listen, and then how we present God to others. Amen. Amen. So turn your battles to Psalms one eighteen. Psalms eighteen and twenty and, and twenty-four. Psalms one eighteen and twenty-four. You can have it. we're all good. Psalms 18 and 24 tells us that this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. That we will rejoice and be glad in it. The other part of that scripture says, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. And in 25, it says, oh, Lord, please help us, save us, give us success. Blessed is the one who cometh, the one who sent by the Lord will bless you from the temple. And so I read that down to 26. But listen, it's also telling us that we ought to praise the Lord. This is the day that he's made. That we let us rejoice and be glad in it. So listen, I want to talk about something on the day. I want to talk about a spirit of gratitude. Being grateful. Being grateful. A spirit of gratitude. I know, turn to your neighbor. Y'all know how we do. Turn to your neighbor, point to him, do whatever you got to do. And tell him, be grateful. Our God is great. And he's greatly to be praised. Amen. We ought to have a spirit of gratitude to the things of God, for the things of God, because of what God has been in our lives. I am so excited of of God and what God has done in my life. I don't know about you, but I am excited. I am so grateful to God. And listen, we have to we are we always I'll talk about that. Let me let me we'll get into that. First Thessalonians, turn your Bible to First Thessalonians. Chapter five, verse 18. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse 18 tells us. No matter what happens, always be thankful for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ. One other translation says, when we find ourselves overwhelmed with burdens and worry about tomorrow, we can praise God for who he is and his promise to never leave. Nor forsake us. Isn't that something to be thankful and grateful for? That when we are, when we find ourselves overwhelmed, how many in life find yourselves overwhelmed? Come on, y'all wave at me. Y'all talk back to me. With burdens and worry about life, about situations and circumstances, Things going on in our lives. We have a promise from God. Amen. And it says he will never leave us. Nor forsake us. That's something to be grateful for. My gratitude, my heart is thankful to God. Because I'm, because listen, He promised to never leave me, and no matter whatever situation I find myself in, my gratitude towards God, and, and I always have a spirit of gratitude because I know He's never going to leave. I'm never going to be left without Him. Why? You say that with such certainty, Pastor Me. Why? Because I took a minute with Me. And when I when you when he when he walks in something with me, I know he's gonna y'all know. We we had some of, them, some of us had some friends and when we were out there in the world, we got into some things and if we we it looked like it was gonna get thick for us, our friends turned and ran away. Some of y'all remember y'all was chatting, you all was kids, when y'all was gonna get into a fight, or a scuffle, and y'all, y'all had some, everybody was, everybody was talking real big and everybody was. We were ready to, ready to get into it when before it happened. But when it happened, you turn around and look, ain't nobody there but you. Come on. Yeah, Yeah, that's true, right? Okay, well, I'll tell you, I'll be by myself on this one. In the situations where some things ready already happen, and man, you take off, and people take off running. But the one thing about when we go into situations with God, he's looking to be with you He's ready, that he stands ready with us. Hallelujah. Hey, I'm so excited because wherever we go, we find ourselves in dark situations. He's with us. I'm thankful, I'm grateful. I always put on a spirit of gratitude because when I look over my life and I think about where I could have been and I thank God and I see where I am, I'm grateful to God that he's with me, that he hasn't left me. I, I, I listen, I may I walked away from him at times, but he never walked away from me. Glory to God. I'm excited on this morning. First Chronicles. First Chronicles. Chapter 16. In verse 34. Says, oh, give thanks to the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on. Somebody out there say, thank you, Lord. Says, oh, give thanks to the Lord. For he is good. His love and his kindness go on forever. Hallelujah. I'm thankful. The matter translation said, "Give thanks to the Lord for His for He is good. His love endures forever." One translation said, "It goes on forever." The other said, "It endures." The same thing. Listen, it goes on and on and on. I'm grateful to God for His love for me. I don't know about you. Listen, you need to put on the spirit of gratitude. So, what life may have not given you everything that you thought you should have gotten, you listen, you are alive. That's something to be grateful for. Hallelujah! You used to live in a certain life At one point, when you was doing illegal things, but guess what? Live that you are in Christ, you don't have to look over your shoulder anymore. You can enjoy the fruits of your labor. You can enjoy the promises of God. Why? Because you know that God, listen, the blessings of the Lord make it rich and there's no sorrow. So I'm grateful. That I didn't have to do anything illegal. I didn't have to do any. I didn't have to have any undecent proposals. Sleeping with the enemy to gain any good, anything of anything of natural means in this world, that everything that I get now, I thank God that I work hard and, and God's blessings and favor is overtaking my life, and I don't have no worry. And so I'm grateful to God for what He's done in my life. Amen. He's protected my life. I'm grateful. He's watching over my children. I'm grateful. Hallelujah. Listen, when I walk in and out of my house, the lights are on. I'm grateful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. You better come on out there. Be grateful. Be thankful about the things God, because listen, preparing you guys, preparing us for 2023. When God is about to blow our minds, we are living in a world where people are taking God's name for granted. They are playing with the lives of the people in the name of Jesus Christ. And listen, you better want to be on the side of right and be grateful to be on the side of right than be on the side of wrong. I I listen, I hear so many crazy things. All day, not all day, that's a lie. Every day, you, I hear something different about people and the body of Christ and the claims that we're making and how we want to fit in with this world so bad that we are compromising everything. That God is saying, don't give in, don't give way to, don't become a part of. We're doing everything we can to be a part Culture, culture, culture. What about God's culture? <laughs> His kingdom, amen. <laughs> okay. What about the way God wants to do things? Because see, the one thing about culture is culture shifts because and culture shifts because of when times happen. That shifts culture. Amen. In the kingdom of God is forever and will remain the same. Nothing about the kingdom of God changes. Everybody said, well, we're coming into this new, dispensation of time where you got to be willing to change with the time. God doesn't change. He tells us that there's nothing new under the sun. So if he's telling us there's nothing new under the sun, then why are we so quick to change? My quick segue. I don't apologize for it, but we got to be grateful to the God of our salvation, because I'm grateful to God because He doesn't change. He doesn't act like man. See, man flaky, God isn't. You know how we have four seasons? Man has about eight, nine, 10, 12, whatever, <laughs> how many seasons they have. Man's Man changes, but the grateful thing about me and the thing about you and your gratefulness should be with God is He never changes. But what are you getting that Pastor B? His love never changes. His commitment to the word never changes. His promise concerning his word changes. Men and women change their minds about God, but God never changes his mind concerning what his purpose and plan for our lives should be. See, we alter the plan. He doesn't. But well, we that's I already talked about that and we'll continue to talk about that because he had the kingdom advancing ministry. What do I always tell you guys? We stand for the enemy and we oppose the devil. Say it again. We stand for the word of God and we oppose the enemy. Amen. I know that was a quick segue, but I wanted to I needed to let you guys know and I always been telling you guys. Watch the signs. We talked about that. Watch the signs. My role as a pastor is to is to is to we we are here to help equip you guys and prepare you guys in the things of God to help you to fight, stand for the kingdom of God, to not be beguiled, to be bewitched, to be duped. Because listen. The enemy is real and his he is listen he is fooling people by the masses. Chronicles, turn your Bibles to Chronicles. Well not Chronicles, we already in Chronicles. We're turn in your, first Chronicles. We're in first Chronicles. Turn your Bibles to Colossians. You guys with me out there? Everybody good? Colossians three, Chapter three, verse fifteen. Well, no, that's not it. Yeah, it is it got yeah, yeah, Colossians 3 15 it says let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts since as members of one body you were called to peace and be thankful so it says let the peace of God rule in your hearts so to be grateful you got to let peace you got to let peace reign and rule in your heart. You can't, listen, moving forward in this year and and, and entering into 2023, you got to let go of bitterness. Things that are harboring and trying to destroy your peace, you got to let it go. You got to let those things go. That's designed. To destroy you, to take you, to, to move you from a place of peace. Because listen, when you always think about things that are going wrong, you can never see what's going right in your life. When you're so focused on what bad is happening, you can never receive the good that's going on. When you can never see how how God is just because you were able because you didn't take five steps, but you were able to take two steps. You can't see the good and taking the two because you were so focused on the five. So you gotta let the peace of God. It says, look, "Let the peace of God rule in your hearts." You got to let that thing permeate, get in, get rooted in your heart, that you are always this. Check this, check the translation. It says, let the peace of your heart that comes from Christ be always present in your hearts and lives. For this is your reasonable and privilege as members, your responsibility and privilege as members of his body, and always be thankful. Let me read that part again. It says, let the peace of your heart that comes from Christ be always present in your hearts and lives, for this is your responsibility and privilege as members of his body. Your responsibility. And you have a privilege. You have a great responsibility, and you have an awesome privilege to let the peace of God rule in your heart. And in your lives. To see, People don't want to come into the body of Christ for for a myriad of reasons, but one I'm, going to talk, one I'm going to talk is that they don't they they think we're not happy because their lives seem so more exciting than ours that our lives are so miserable. That's a falsehood. That's why it's important for us to always be thankful, to be grateful to God. I ain't telling you. I ain't telling us to be to be fake about what we believe and what we sin and how we move. Listen. If God has done anything in your lives, that's praising. You should be grateful to God. There's a you should be gra- there's gratitude that should be associated with that. If you were able to, able to receive and, and you know that it was God, it was the hand of God. It was God's power. It was God's anointing. God's ability and helping and to make that happen in my life then we ought to give him glory. We ought to tell the world about our goodness. It's our responsibility, it tells us here in Colossians. That, that, that our the gratefulness and we should be, the thankfulness of our, in our hearts should live and to tell others about what God is doing for us. See, most people don't come to know the God, that the God that, you know, our God, and want to serve our God is like I said because they don't believe that God is good. They think they're better. They think they have the the power to do it on their own. Listen, I I, I hear a lot of people say, "I don't need God. I can manifest my I can manifest my own dreams. I can manifest things in my life to happen on my own." Oh, really? And I thank God that it was no goodness of my own. I don't have the power to do anything other than to give God praise and glory and to to release my faith concerning the word of God, taking God at his word. That's my responsibility. Trusting God, trusting the word of God to move in our lives. And I'm grateful to God because I couldn't couldn't move myself past bullets when they were flying. That was the power of God and the angels and the release of the angels to protect me. I'm grateful. When I made bad decisions and I walked down that alley Late at night, that night, and seven guys robbed me at gunpoint, and everybody, you know, and most of the guys were saying, "Shoot him, shoot him, shoot him!" And God spoke to the one with the gun and told him to and tell him, "Nah, he's all right. Let him go." That was no power of mine. I'm grateful to God. I can count time after time after time after time when the devil sought to kill me. But God said, no, protection. And that protection was for this moment and moments like this to come in my life. He knew my beginning. Then he saw my now. Then he has my ending in mind. Plans to prosper me, he tells us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He knew I wasn't supposed to die in that alley. He knew I wasn't supposed to die in that car. He knew I wasn't supposed to die standing on that corner. Hallelujah! I did what I could do, or what I thought I was doing, and what the devil was was getting me to do to divert the plan of God. But praise be unto God that He knew that when the moment presented itself to serve him, that I will serve him. I'm grateful. I have a spirit of gratitude. I keep a spirit of gratitude, because when I think about what God has done in my life, the so they sing a song that when you think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done, listen, I don't have to always, I don't have to go back to that song. When I look back over my life, And I see the road that I was traveling and God put a, he put a barrier in front of me and said, don't come this way no more. Turn and go the other way, the way of Jesus Christ. And listen, when I accepted the call, my life changed. My spirit of gratitude is on 9,000. It's on infinity if I can, whatever number is the greatest number in the world. That's where mine is. Because I'm so excited. I'm exceeding great joy about what God has done in my life. What he's going to do. What he's yet to do in my life. Because it's not over for me. It's not over for you. You got to put on the spirit of gratitude. You got to know in your knowing that whatever this moment is, this is not the end moment for me that there's greater, why? Because you are alive. And if there's any breath in your body on this morning, you ought to tell God, thank you. Yes, thank you Yeshua, You ought to tell him, thank you. Why God for getting me through 2022? And I'm crossing over into 2023. I'm not going to just cross over. I'm going to prosper. I'm going to flourish in 2023. My gratitude is on high. My expectation is on high. Hallelujah. And listen, he ain't blessing no meth. He's not stamping no mess. All that nonsense that was going on in 2022 stops. I'm trying. I'm telling you, he's not going to allow it in 2023. Mm-hmm. Because he's not going to keep letting people do it to the least of his little ones. We're not. People are not going to keep misleading the body of Christ. You may want to be misled, but you will not leave the. You will not mislead the body. And listen. Y'all better come on out there. If if you're sitting under some foolishness, you better come out of that. You better get up out of that. If if you're sitting under someone who tells you that you can do anything that you choose to do, if your mind tells you to do it, it's okay to do it. And listen, don't don't let people lie to you. Now, grace is a wonderful thing. But grace doesn't solve all your problems. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you got to choose to live holy. Come on here. holy is a choice. It's a lifestyle of choice. Mm -hmm. You don't get to hide it under grace and do what you want to do and call sin grace. Mm -hmm. Sin is sin. Mm -hmm. And then you can't match gratitude under sin. Sin and gratitude has nothing to do with each other. I'm grateful to God. Why? Because my spirit is intertwined with God. Because His spirit permeates my body. And I and, I, and listen, it is not a force to have the Spirit of God living on you. Don't let nobody lie to you. Tell you it's a it's a falsehood. The Spirit of God living on the inside of you is real. Amen. That's yes, what it is. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Grateful. Colossians 3:17 tells us, and any and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father, through him. So whatever you do in word deed, do it all in the name of, but you got to be doing it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In your words and in your actions. You got to be doing it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, what does that mean, Pastor B? It has to line up. My words, my life have to line up. My gratitude with God tells him, shows him, rather, that my mouth and my life lines up with his, that I prove to you, God, that I'm grateful to you. I'm not just excited about the promise, the prophecy that you've given me. Because, this, because see, some of y'all get excited about a word and ain't living nothing. See, the word won't, the prophecy won't change. The prophecy, the word is the working over your life, confirmed over your life. What are you doing indeed that's going to line that word up with your life? Because see, some of you guys have yet to receive the full promises of the word of God, that the, the word that God has declared over your life. Why? Because you keep fighting. You keep fighting. And listen, we can prophesy all day long about what's coming in 2023, 2024. If you ain't living nothing, you ain't gonna receive nothing. I just told you something, and I, if you got <laughs> if, you, if you got your feelings about it, take it to the Lord. Ask God to fix it in you, to work it out in you. What do you mean, Pastor B? Get me get your mind right. You gotta get your mind set on the things of God. Yeah, because this gratitude is one thing, but if my heart and if my mind is not locked into, I know who the who the giver of all things is. Then it still will be warped in your thinking because you will think that you've done things to move your life forward, and never give back, never give God praise, never give God glory, never give God honor. That's why we always use that we enter His presence with thanksgiving, and into His course with praise. We gotta, we gotta do that. That's how. We, we give God great. We give God gratitude when we enter in with our minds fixed on giving God praise. Our minds fixed on giving God honor. Our heart, which is our thoughts, our thinking, set to praise and worship God. Why? Because we know it was Him who made things possible. That boss didn't stop liking, didn't stop hating you because you turned because you changed. He stopped hating you because God touched his heart. God turned their hearts toward. He said he had the heart of the king in his hand. And he turns. Hallelujah. Joseph's brothers didn't stop, didn't stop disliking Joseph because of Joseph. God did a work in Joseph's life. And he and his and what they and what they saw happening to Joseph, that what they they could not deny that the hand of God was on Joseph. So they had no other choice. Hallelujah. Listen, Joe, we, we can talk about Joseph's life all day long. Joseph's life was a testimony. Of the goodness of God, from the word go, everything that Joseph went through, the hand of God was on Joseph's life, and the hand of God being on Joseph told others that the hand of God was on Joseph's life. And what did Joseph do? Joseph always stayed in gratitude to to God, even when he ended up in part of his house. He's in the pit. He's in prison. How many of you guys can always keep gratitude on your your lips and in your heart when things happen in your life? Amen. Because I remember going to prison. Going to jail. I didn't go to jail. I just, here's one thing, y'all. I didn't go to, then I know this is going to shock somebody. My testimony is wide open. I did something in my, before I got saved and I didn't manage it when I got saved. So because I didn't manage it correctly and doing what I'm supposed to do, I went, I got, I went to jail as a saved person. I was born again. When something when something in my in my my past life came and, and 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 tried and revisited because it called me out on technicality. And so I went to jail as a saved person. I could have been bitter with God. Because I could have been like, God, I thought you was gonna make all of that go away. I went through that so I could be a blessing to others. Now I've been delivered and he freed me. He gave me great favor in it. Thank God for it. That I never had to go back, never had to revisit that, that portion of my life ever again. But I thank God because I went the time I went in jail, I went and saved so I was able to minister to the people. And then when I came out of that, that, that situation, I went back into the prisons and became a part of the prison ministry. See, I took what that moment was. God allowed me to take what that moment was and use it for a blessing to show that I'm grateful to God and to tell others, if he's done it for me, he can do it for you. I'm not not—I'm nothing special to, uh, that he should love me more than he loves you. He's no respecter person. So if he did it for me, he can do it for you. He wants to do it for you. That's the gratitude, y'all. Of what we experience in life, we should take our lives and our testimony to show people God's goodness, mm-hmm. to show for God's grace, to show for God's mercy. He will not ne- people will never know that he's a deliverer if we don't tell him that he delivered you. That he's a healer if he hadn't healed you. Listen, he wants to heal us, but he people won't tell that God is a healer. Mm-hmm. So people don't think he's a healer. People think they have to go through life suffering because they have to suffer through it alone. It's a part of life. No, it is not. God wants to, he, he's come that we may have life and that we may have the more abundant He was wounded so we may be healed. If it was not possible for us to be healed and be made whole, what did he go through? We gotta show some gratitude. We gotta get so fired up about what God has done in our lives that we tell others, "Come on, y'all!" That we tell others, "This world is dying because we are this, this world is dying because we are a bunch of closed mouth people about the truth of God. We talk about lies." And we tell lies about God so much bolder than we tell the truth about God. We give God, we give, we give people falsehoods about what God is instead of giving them the real of who God is. When are you going to be grateful, children of God, to tell others about the goodness of God? That's what I'm saying. This ministry grows because we tell people that God is good. Oh. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Not a whole bunch of fluff that in 21 days my pastor told me he, he, man, he, they prophesied in 21 days you're going to get a car. That may be so. But if your life is full of destruction, what is the car going to do up there to kill you faster? Mm. Oh, Jesus. So in 21 days you'll have a car, but on the 22nd day you die. Jesus. What does that? Listen, what does that do with God? Come on out there. Amen. James 20 James chapter 1. Mm-hmm everybody want to be promised something but don't nobody want to give God nothing everybody want to know that God's going to do something in my life but God is like okay if I when I do it and I want to do it in your life you're not giving me anything in return and he doesn't do anything to get but he needs to. he wants to know do you love me Am I more than just something that you could get something? From? Am I more than just someone you come to to get something from? Or do you do it? Listen, he requires something from us. I know that just messed with somebody. That, that, that just messed with somebody. <laughs> that just messed with somebody. He requires something from us. Yeah, he does. He does. He wants your holiness. He wants your life. He wants your life to be an example to this world that serving him is possible. Amen. Yep. Serving him is possible. Mm-hmm. And I know some of y'all are like, past Pastor, a lot of people are doing a lot of great things. Listen, the Bible tells us that people are gonna rock miracles mm-hmm. in his name. People gonna be raised from the dead because they say Jesus did it, but it wasn't God. They wasn't served. Look, miracles are gonna be done, and it won't be in Jesus' name. Y'all better read your Bibles. Mm-hmm. Y'all better read your Bibles. So don't think everything that happens in this is because God did it. Don't listen. Just because every church think they y'all believe, every church is doing something in the name of the Lord. They they not working for they not working for Jesus Christ. Amen. Y'all better y'all better come on and get with it. And listen, I am not saying that we are the only ones teaching the truth. There's many church. There's many great ministries out here that are teaching the truth. Amen. But there's a there's a there's a quite a bit that are teaching the false doctrines too and having go and ushering a lot of people right into hell too. Amen. Because the one thing about the truth of God's word is if you're not living holy, because no, no one talks about holiness no more. We talk about everything else but being holy. People fight you when you start talking about. God wants you to live holy. People start fighting you on that. Why would you fight when the word of God says, be ye holy? For I am holy. And here's the caveat. Take perfection out. He didn't never, he never once used perfected. He said, holy. Holy is making a conscious effort to live like Christ. Not an unconscious effort. Not getting high. Not drunk. Sober-minded and, and making an effort to live righteously, to live holy. James 1.17 says, But whatever is good and perfect comes from God, the creator of all light. And he shines forever without change or shadow. This translation says, Every gift of God freely gives us is good and perfect, streaming down from the Father of light, who shines from the heavens with no shadow or darkness, and is never subject to change. God is never going to change, y'all. It's never going to change. And he freely gives us. He freely gives it to us, y'all. That tells us that there's no strings attached. He freely gives it. But we he requires holiness as well. And so I just want to encourage us on today that man, listen, let's strive, children, people of God, let's strive to give God, to show God how grateful. We are to Him. How merciful! Listen and rem- and thank Him for being merciful to us. Yeah, yeah. Cause He listen. He didn't have to do anything in our lives. Other than when He when He presented His when He when His life was when He was offered and our His life was offered to us to receive Him as our Lord and Savior. Some of us didn't do it on the first turn. Some of us didn't do it on the first on the first opportunity to answer the call. Some of us ran, some of us ran. I know I did. I ran on the second time. I don't know how many times I ran. But I ran. I, I listen, I I know that I listen, Y'all yeah, know when, he, when y'all saw them people out there passing them tracks out, and they offered you a track and they wanted to extend Jesus Christ to you. We had something better going on, so we thought we were busy, our lives were going on, we had to get into that store, but they're still out there when we came back out. You have, you have a moment, <laughs> brother, sisters. I can talk to you. I want to introduce you to, to my friend Jesus Christ. I want to introduce you to someone who can help change your life forever. We heard all these things that we ran. Amen. Some of us or given an opportunity to receive and to, to have a moment to accept them again. Some people wasn't. Some people that was the introductory moment and they missed it. And their life was ended. And they never had an opportunity. See, we always think we're gonna have or be granted another opportunity. We don't know Enough. if there's another opportunity available for us. If that was the gate moment, the gateway moment for us. So now what I do is I take every moment as that moment that I don't know if that if the next few minutes or seconds after that moment will be granted to me. And so I don't take advantage. I don't play with that. So I would suggest, I would advise you if that's you on today, don't miss your moment. Yeah. OK. Listen, everybody, whether you're a sinner or a or, saint or believer. You have a moment to be, there's a moment where God will reveal to you an opportunity to be grateful. And he will also do that when you, there's an opportunity for you to receive him or reject him. You're either going to accept or reject God. And so I ask you this morning, is this your moment? I believe it is. Don't take it for granted that you may have another one. Don't take it for granted that after the football game, I'm going to go ahead and give it to you. I'm focused, God. I'm, I'm getting ready for the football. game. What's more important? Now, this is not a moment of condemnation, but this is a moment of revelation. Allow yourself an opportunity to detach from this world. And say, God, I need you. I can't do it without you. Yeah, it makes it life will be better with God than it is without God. Mm-hmm. Trust me, it is. I won't lie to you. This is not about hype. I know y'all saw me excited, and because I'm excited about what God has done in my life, what He constantly does in my life, what He continues to show me concerning my life. Yes, because when I think about who and what I've done in my life, I'm grateful that he uses me to be able to do this. That he breathes breath into my nostrils and he wait. It ain't the clock that wakes me up every morning. It's the spirit of God that wakes me up on the inside. The clock is a secondary. The phone, whatever alarm you use, is just a secondary to the alarm of God already going on in your life. See, when you realize that all the the, the, the things that are, going on, that are going on around your life, it's not a direct reflection or influence in your waking up in the morning. It's the power of God that wakes you up. With, why does he wake you With another opportunity to do something great for him on today to minister to someone, to speak well of him, to give your life to him. Amen. So I want to encourage you. Come on. We played that song. We gave you a, a bit of it early. Listen, we offer God to you on this morning. Come on. The song says he will give you brand new life. And listen, not just brand he will give you that life more abundantly. So come on, give God your life on today. Let him know that you love him. Give him your heart. Let him know he takes takes precedent. You move him ahead of everything going on around you today. My job, whatever, my business, whatever. I put you first, God. You're ahead of the class. You're ahead of everything going on. And I thank you. I want to receive you as my Lord and Savior on today. Feel me, God. With the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. And if you're asking God to fill you, I release my faith and I decree and declare that God will fill you. With the precious power and the gift of the Holy Ghost right where you are, your basement, your car, your job, wherever you are standing, city, wherever you find yourself. I decree and declare right now that God will fill you. With the Holy Ghost. What's the evidence of speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God did you the utterance? Listen, I may not be there physically to lay my hands on you, but guess what? God is, and I decree now with him that the hand of God will touch you, feel you, touch your vocal cords. In the name of Jesus, he will heal your body. Someone out there who's sick, heart condition, that he will heal you. That you are healed from the crown of your head to the soul of your whatever manner of sickness, lay your hands on yourself. I decree right now that you are healed from whatever sickness, disease, whatever the doctor may have prescribed or proclaimed or dig or called over your life. We call you healed from it all. In the name of Jesus, you will not die. You don't have to die from that. In the name of Jesus, be healed. And be made whole by the power of God. Yeah, mother, someone's son, someone's daughter who's out there smoking, getting high. Listen, we call them delivered. Hallelujah! Right now, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah! Yeah, they were there. They're in that car. They're on that block. God save them right now. Take the taste of drugs and alcohol out of their mouth in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's what you do when you're yes. grateful. You want to see others come to know God so they can be and establish and share that they're grateful to God mm-hmm. for what He's doing. That drive-by is averted in the name of Jesus. If they're contemplating being a part of a drive-by, make them get out of the yes. car, God. Hallelujah. That's Hallelujah. male no female. Yes. Get out of the car, God. Jesus. Woo. Deliverance, hallelujah, salvation is a part of this ministry's call and a part of your call if you are in the body of Christ. He wants you healed. He wants you delivered, totally set free from whatever may be holding you bound and keeping you hostage, from giving God glory, from giving God praise. Hallelujah. So wherever you are, stop praising them for your children. Stop praising them for your loved ones. Your husband, your wife. Whoever needs to receive Jesus Christ, stop giving them glory. Stop thanking them for it now. In Jesus' name. As they go back on campus, no mass shootings on their campus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Oh, yes. and okay, yeah, and yeah, so we decree that over your lives in Jesus' name, that greater is for you, greater is coming in your life. Don't ever miss an opportunity to give God glory, to give God praise, to give God worship, thanksgiving for what he's doing in your lives. Just because you don't see him, he's still working. Amen. You may not feel it. He's working. You may not feel healed, but you are healed. Glory to God. We're healed. We're home. Not because I said it, because the word says it. Hallelujah. 1 Peter 2.24. Read that. Take that and read that in your time. time. 1 Peter 2.24. You are healed. You are healed. Yes, you are. You are healed. Yes, you are. Let me give it to you just so you have it. First Peter 2.24. It tells you. In first Peter 2.24, he personally carried our sins. He personally. That means he took he took your sin. You can, you can take that to the bank. He personally took your sins. You have to say he took our sins. Make it personal for you. He took my sin. He, carried, he personally carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can, that who are dead to sin and live with him is right. It says by his wounds, we are healed. By his wounds, you are healed. By his wounds, you can say I am healed. So decree First Peter 2.24 with your life. Tell yourself that. Tell your family, tell your children, tell your neighbors. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus.